You are listening to Wilhelm, a film-centric podcast for film lovers of all kinds. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Wilhelm. I am your host, Ben Beck. And after a successful Spooktober, it's time to get back to normal business. And I couldn't think of a more rough around the edges topic to do it with uh, than this episode's choice. Horses, cowboys, saloons, gunfights. That's right. This week, we are talking about our choices for top five favorite Westerns. Uh, And I couldn't think of a better guest to do to uh, to rope in. Pun intended uh, on this one. Uh, he's a former Wilhelm guest making his return from the Panels to Pixels podcast. My friend, Steve Brown. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's it's, it's wonderful to be here. I almost I almost uh, shut myself down with my pun. <laughs> I made the pun and I was like, I don't know what to say after this now. <laughs> you, I was going to growl. I was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> a poor Roy Kent. <laughs> When you're back to speaking English, we'll talk. Uh, no, this is a, a this is going to be a fun topic because I'm very interested to see where we're going to go with this because I brought I brought you into the war movies because I know you're a big fan of war movies, having mm-hmm. been in the military yourself. Um, I know you're a big Western fan because you know being a fan of like Clint Eastwood and and such. I have a feeling it's I could be completely wrong on this, but. I think this is going to be interesting because I have a feeling you went. And again, probably wrong. I have a feeling you went more old school Westerns while I stayed more modern Westerns. Um, yeah, you could say that. That's probably pretty close. It, it was tough for me not to have five Clint Eastwood movies. Right. Um, on here. Um, but because, uh, but I. Yeah, he's he's one of the two that you go to for Westerns. Mm-hmm. I mean, for exactly. me, it's either Clint Eastwood or John Wayne. Yeah. And, and as much as I, I, I love I love John Wayne, I never I don't know why I never really got into that whole his whole string. Um, I mean, there's a few that I like and, and there's actually one on my list. So but uh, I never really got into that. Not like the Clint Eastwood ones. So, well, again, Eastwood is the quintessential Western actor yeah. for me. I mean, he's made a ton of movies and there, there will be a Wilhelm episode on Clint Eastwood for sure in the future and i'll probably oh, bring you back for that too i would love it i would love it um you know but like when you look at his his catalog of work we're already on the clean eastwood episode now um, <laughs> when you look at his his catalog of work out of like a hundred movies 50 of them are a mix of dramas and comedies and action and whatever the other 50 are westerns like yeah Half of his repertoire is Westerns. Yeah. And he's that rare actor. Maybe it's not rare, but that has, has pulled off the acting and directing mm-hmm. role, you know, and it's, that's, a, that's an amazing thing to, to see in their career to shift gears. And he's been actually directing, I guess, wasn't play Misty for me. Now we're getting the Clint Eastwood episode. So <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Clint Eastwood <laughs> episode of Wilhelm. Um, yeah. So Westerns is a fun topic. Um, 
And because you probably went more old school than I did, it means that your top five are probably five movies I've never seen before. Um, no, not really. I'm sure you've seen some of them. I'm sure I have. <laughs> yeah. Um, you want to get into it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, yeah. So-, so yeah, let's get into our top five. Uh, we'll gear up for doing that. But of course, before we do any of that, we have to let you know, uh, neither Steve or myself have discussed our top fives. So I don't know any of his. He doesn't know any of mine as far as honorable mentions as well, which we'll go through quickly at the end. Uh, we didn't want to influence each other's choices. Also, just a fair warning, if you haven't seen one or multiple of the movies we mentioned, there's always the possibility of spoilers. So just be forewarned that that is that could potentially happen. Uh, That said, let's dive in. Top five favorite Westerns. Number five. Where do you land? Number five is from 1960. The Magnificent Seven. One of my honorable mentions. Yeah, you've got Yul Brynner, Steve McQueen, Charles Bronson. I mean, you, you can't beat that that ta- that uh, that cast that cast uh, alone. And that opening scene, I, I think, is one of my favorite scenes in any western. When Yul Brynner and Steve McQueen they team up to to take a body into Boot Hill so that it can be buried. That people didn't want the, that body to be buried in Boot Hill, and and they take it that task upon themselves. And that's kind of the first thing we see them do together. And it it's just such a it's just a fun movie. The the remake was uh, but, oh, see, uh, okay. I, um, while you're on that, because I, I have both of them in my honorable mentions. I do okay. have the the original 1960 with Yul Brynner and Steve McQueen, and I have the the 2016 version in my cast or in my cast. Um, in my honorable mentions, honestly, for the cast alone, because okay. the cat the the cast of that one was incredible. I mean, you had. Denzel Washington, Chris Pratt, D'Onofrio, um, Ethan Hawke, Matt Bomer, like the cast of yeah. that movie was phenomenal. Yeah, and it's it's been a while since I watched it, so I may need to revisit it to see if it if it's uh, it's it's not on par with the original. But, I agree with that. Yes, but uh, I'll have to revisit it and, and give it a fair shake. No, I have to ask because the Magnificent Seven in itself, even the even the nineteen sixty version in itself is actually a remake, um, but not mm-hmm. in the traditional sense. It's right. a remake of Seven Samurai, which right. was a Japanese film. Yes. Have you at any point ever seen Seven I Samurai? have. I have the Criterion Collection Seven okay. Samurai of it, and I've watched it a couple of times. It's been a while Hoity, since, toity, I've, Criterion since, since I've watched it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, I, I have. And uh, yeah, so that, it, I do appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot of our Westerns are remakes of uh you know, samurai movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. A lot of Westerns are uh, you are American remakes of, of Japanese films. Mm-hmm. And I will say, like, not to get too far off topic, but I did go through a short stint where I was actually watching a lot of dubbed over Japanese Westerns. Oh, wow. Um, I, it was like a, a like a PBS kind of channel that's during certain kinds of the day certain times of the day for like four hours, they would do four like hour blocks. And like one of them was like a traditional like Korean soap opera. And then another one was like a Korean like samurai show. And then another one was like another like police story. And the fourth one was always like a Korean Western. Oh, wow. And I always found them so intriguing that I was just like, I don't know what they're saying, but I can't stop watching. (laughs) Like these are so much fun. Very, very cool. There's a really good live action Lone Wolf and Cub 
that uh, there's several movies were made and I have them on, on disc and they're amazing. The just really, really good black and white from old, I think the sixties probably, but hmm. that's interesting. Uh, all right. So for my top five, I'll be, com- I'm going to be completely honest with you. My top five, in my personal opinion, this movie belongs closer to one. Okay. But I put it at number five because I feel like it's kind of a cop out. <laughs> uh, my number five, Back to the Future Part Three. <laughs> <laughs> nice. From 1990. I mean, let's be fair. It's a Western. It is. It is. It is absolutely a Western. I mean, it's a Western that involves time travel, like time travelers and a, and a, and a futuristic car but in almost every sense of the word it's a western it takes place almost entirely in the west mm-hmm. it has every staple of a western it has the gunfights it has hangings like it's it's got you know um like hoedown music like it's got everything a western has it is a western yeah that's great and i love that just recently i went back and forth and i always forget which movie it is that he's watching in back to the future 2 that gives him the, the it's either for a few dollars more or a fistful of dollars. Oh, it's fistful of dollars. Is it fistful? Of, okay. Mm-hmm. Always, always mix up which one it is because it, but uh, uh, that he's, you get that foreshadowing in two of what's going to happen in three, which is, it's so good. And it's even a prime example too that even back then, like even back in late eighties, early nineties, when the movie came out, even then Clint Eastwood was a staple in Western movies. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> because it is the name that Marty takes yep. to, to identify himself so that he doesn't use his real name. Or to he, he says it to try and be an imposing to, be, to Buford right. Tavern. If Buford has no idea who the hell Clint Eastwood exactly. even is because he doesn't he hasn't been born yet. Yeah. It's so great. but I mean I couldn't being the huge Back to the Future fan that I am, I couldn't not mention Back to the Future Part Three. That's great. I, I I wouldn't even have thought of that one. I'll be honest with you, but right? you're of right. Of course it, I did. It, it fits all the criteria. So yeah. yeah, fits all the criteria. Uh, number four. So number number four is the outlaw Josie Wales. Also in my honorable mentions. Very, very. I love this Clint Eastwood. I watch this. I will watch this two or three times a year. I read the book. Uh, the book is called gone to Texas by Forrest Carter. And uh, it's a wonderful book. And, and one of the things I love about the movie is the scene where he kills the three uh, Confederate soldiers uh, in the street is, is almost straight out of the book, even to the conversation that he has with, with the cheat, with the Indian afterwards, where the Indian says, well, how did you know which one was going to shoot? And he says all the things he says. And he, well, what about the one on the far right? And he says, well, I didn't worry about that. You were there. And the, the chief says, I could have missed. Uh, that's straight out of the book, line for line. It's it's just a wonderful, and I just love the outlaw Josie Wales. That's one that I, I've seen that, I've seen it a number of times, mm-hmm. but it has been a long time. It's probably been over a decade since I've seen it. So good. Um, that one and Hang 'em High, like those are two that I mm-hmm. just haven't seen, or, or not Hang 'em High, uh, Fistful of Dollars. Yeah, those those are two that I haven't seen. And I'll be honest, the only reason I even saw Fistful of Dollars was because of Back to the Future. <laughs> I mean, in 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 reality, Back to the Future Part Three introduced me to westerns. Oh wow, that's because I I mean. Not to go back to Back to the Future 3, but when Back to the Future 3 came out, I was 11 years old. I was wow. never into Westerns. Ben, don't it, make me feel old. I know. <laughs> Sorry. 
but I mean, you know, Back to the Future 3 was the first Western I ever saw mm-hmm. in, in, in the sense. And it got me to watch other Westerns the older I got. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So, but yeah, the Outlaw Josie Wales, that's a that's a, such a great one. Like I said, that that was in my honorable mentions. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my number four is another Western that I absolutely love. And this is one that I probably do watch every year, just like you with Outlaw Josie Wales. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number four, I went with a Western, uh, a Kevin Klein, Danny ah. Glover, Kevin Costner and Scott Glenn Western in my honorable mentions Silverado. Yes. Uh, I mean, come on, like, how can you go wrong with a Western with like those four people that it's 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 a ton of fun. Um, and it's got John Cleese as a sheriff. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> my on. jurisdiction ends here. <laughs> yes, <it's, laughs> it is. It's such a great movie. Um, and I think. Jeff Brian, Goldblum is in it. Jeff uh, Goldblum. Brian Dennehy, I think, is in. Mm-hmm. Brian yeah. Dennehy plays the, the evil sheriff. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Rosanna Arquette. I mean, it's another yeah. incredibly well cast Western movie that is just a ton, ton of fun. Yeah. And well written. Scott Glenn and, and Kevin Costner playing brothers is just. <laughs> oh, that's right. Kevin Costner. How did I not even mention <laughs> Kevin Costner? I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's such a, a great cast from all around like from the main players to the supporting cast and just a ton of fun that is one i like like you with outlaw josie wales silverado is one i usually try to watch at least once a year yeah it's been a while since i watched that one i may need to drag that one out and uh, check it out again so and oddly enough came out before back to the future three. Oh, okay. 1985 yeah it is an 80s western i didn't see it until after but <laughs> I promise not to keep going back to Back to the Future. No, that's okay. That's okay. Go for it. So my number three is the one that I mentioned earlier that I kind of took a little bit of liberty with. Okay. But uh, I I think it still fits. And it is both the True Grit from 1969 and the True Grit from 2010. I agree with you. Uh, True Grit is in my honorable mentions. mm -hmm. I just rewatched them uh, both movies back to back last night, as a, as a matter of fact, and just was so impressed by both. Like like Kim Darby does a great job as as Maddie, but Haley Steinfeld just steals that movie. Wow, I everybody thought that her. was Haley Steinfeld. Mm-hmm. Like she yeah. was young. Yep, in she didn't win movie. the she didn't win the Academy Award, but she she got uh, uh, nominated for it. So. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, even even in addition to the Haley Steinfeld, I mean, Jeff Bridges is just <sighs> phenomenal in that movie. Really great, you know, yeah. along with Brolin and Damon. Like, it's yeah, they're so well done. I mean, and even going to, you know, going to the original from '69. I mean, it's we talked about John Wayne. That's another amazing mm-hmm. role of John Wayne's. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it, that's it's so good. And and the original had Robert Duvall in it, which I totally forgot until I watched it. Uh, again, last night, Robert <laughs> Duvall plays the Ned Pepper character. Uh, and Dennis Hopper so, didn't know. Uh, yeah, Dennis Hopper is um, Dennis Hopper's in it. Yeah, Dennis yeah. Hopper plays um, uh, Cheney, right? Moon, 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 yeah. Moon, right? Moon, which you barely can tell is him when you look at him in his the the the. It's just you can barely tell, but yeah. that's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like I said, I watched them both. I've read the book that it's it's based on, uh, which is really good and. Uh, just the two movies are 
they're close enough to the same that they're definitely remakes, but they're different enough that I can separate them, you know, in, in my mind and, and watch as two separate movies. Yeah. Oh, no, completely agree. They're both phenomenal films in each each in their own right. I mean, yeah. I kind of put them together the same way I do. Um, it, going back to last last episode of Wilhelm, when we talked about um, horror movies, um, Dawn of the Dead, you know, okay. the original Dawn of the Dead is one of mm-hmm. my favorite zombie movies. However, the remake, while different, was still just as great as the yeah. original. Yeah. True Grit's the same thing. You know, they it's 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 a little different, but it's still just on par with with the original in my sense. Uh, my number three is definitely a more modern. I mean, we're going 2016 and it's not a Western in the sense of cowboys and Indians and saloons and bar fights and gunfights and things. Oh, there's definitely a gunfight. Um, <laughs> but when I say modern, like takes place today modern okay um i went with hell or high water oh yeah okay um it's it's a western in the sense that takes place you know in the west Mm -hmm. there are bank robberies there are shootouts um you know the and literally the the sheriffs that chase these two guys played by chris pine and ben foster are a cowboy and an indian yeah uh you know but it's just this is one of those movies that i remember going to see I remember watching the trailer and thinking, oh, that looks that looks pretty good. And then mm-hmm. getting offered an advanced screening to go and see it. Um, I got offered two advanced screenings the same night and I had to choose one of them. One of them was Hell or High Water and the other one was like a big budget, I think like Hercules movie or whatever. And I remember watching the trailers to both and I'm like, well, Hercules looks like garbage. Right. <laughs> and so like, I'm sure everybody's going to choose that one because it's the big budget movie and Heller mm-hmm. High Water's this little indie film. Yeah. So I was like, so you know what? I'm going to choose Heller High Water. Pretty and cool. and I went and saw Heller High Water. There were maybe 10 other people in the screening <laughs> with us because everybody else went to go see this. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember if it was Hercules, but it's something along those lines. Right. That movie bombed and mm-hmm. Heller High Water got nominated for four Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched it once, so I, I may have to revisit it. That's uh, that's another one to, to check out again. It's, I mean, it's such an interesting story too, in that it's two brothers, um, who one of them is an ex-con, uh, or and this this isn't really a spoiler. This is the plot of the movie, mm-hmm. is that they are trying to save their mother's house by paying the bank, but in order to do it, they're robbing branches of the bank that own the mortgage on their mother's <laughs> house. So in essence, they're robbing the bank to pay the bank bank with their own money. Right. right. And it's such a like and how they go about doing it and like uh, all the the action sequences of the robberies and the the plan of how they clean the money and like how they go. It's it's so good. It's yeah. so brilliant. And it's just I need to watch it again. That's that's what I need to watch again. Yeah. Nominated for four Oscars had um, out of every award. Uh, it won 46 other awards and was nominated in total 171 times. Wow. Okay. Like it is such a fantastic movie. It's one I highly recommend to people. Okay. Very good. 
Number two. Number two. This number two was probably the toughest spot for me to fill. <laughs> I don't know how many different movies I slotted into number two before I finally fell on the one that I said, okay, this is for sure my number two. And I don't remember the year, but it is Tombstone. Oh, in my honorable mentions. Yeah. And it is... 1993 93 wow i realized it was that long ago i mean with that cast again we keep talking about the casting of these kurt russell sam elliott val kilmer I, val kilmer oh, um the michael bean and just i mean just so many good actors in that uh was it jason Priestley? um i just yeah, Billy zane I, is in it and isn't billy yeah billy zane is in it um charleston heston's um yeah. oh god um stephen lang thomas hayden church oh michael rooker rooker, rooker. is in tombstone yeah yep um uh, everybody knows michael rooker yeah yeah um, there's so many and just such a great cast and a great movie and just uh oh powers booth how can we forget powers booth? yeah that's right uh, curly bill and paxton just, bill paxton oh yeah just so many that you god can't. now i want to watch that movie i haven't watched it in so long I just and my um and uh, oh Thornton Billy Bob Thornton my friend and I we constantly quote this movie back and forth from us you know where are you going with that shotgun you know um, it's all those kind of things it's been probably about fifteen years since I've seen that movie it's been a while uh, but yeah Tombstone and I need to yeah I, that's one I'm gonna have to revisit because it's uh it's it's been a long time and I need to uh I need to go back oh um. John Locke, Terry O'Quinn. Oh, yes. Also, he's the mayor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's that's a that's a great choice. Like I said, in my honorable mentions, there's a lot of movies in my honorable mentions that deserve to be in a top five somewhere. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it's just, here. you know, it's a shame that I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. uh, which leads me to my number two, which I don't know. The way we're going might end up being your number one. And I kind of hope it's not. Hope not. But um, it's another Clint Eastwood movie. Okay, I, is your number one a Clint Eastwood movie? Nope. Oh, so we're good. Yeah, we're good. Um, you want to talk about a stellar cast? I think I know what you're. I think I know what movie you're going to name. And Go an ahead. amazing director. Mm -hmm. I went with Unforgiven. Yeah, on my honorable mentions. It's this is one of those movies that I remember having seen a bunch of Westerns before Unforgiven, because Unforgiven Cause Unforgiven came out in 92 mm -hmm. and I didn't see it in 92. I saw it later. I saw it maybe towards the end. I was in high school the first time I saw it. So okay. had to be sometime between 94 and 98. Um, and I remember comparing it to all the other Westerns I had seen before and just walking out of the theater and being, yeah, they don't compare. Yeah. They don't compare to this movie. This movie is on another level in itself. Yeah. Um, my friend and I, we had a discussion once about Richard Harris's role in that movie and why it was necessary. And, and we, we both lighted on because we had to see Gene Hackman's character. We mm -hmm. had to see the, the, the viciousness of, of little bill. And we had to have it, we had to see it, not just be told about it. Yeah. And that's what really Richard Harris in that movie. That's what his his role was was to show us yeah. just that viciousness. But I mean, uh, you talk. I mean, like, you talk about a phenomenal cat. I mean, oh. obviously directed by by Clint Eastwood, mm -hmm. starring Clint Eastwood. 
you know, is Bill Money. Mm-hmm. You had Gene Hackman, as you mentioned, Richard Harris, uh, Morgan Freeman, Sal Rubinick. Like it's it's another powerhouse cast yeah. and every one of them performs every oh. one of them. Yeah, it's yeah. it's again, it's it's an amazing, amazing. It's Western. it's on my honor wrenches. I, I rewatched it last week just to be sure that it holds up and it holds up. I'm sure it does. Like, I mean, it's and it's, it's and it's been almost 30 years. Yeah. You know, next year will be the 30th anniversary of Unforgiven and it still holds up. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's just amazing. Great. Amazing. But that leads us to our number one choices for our favorite Westerns. And I'm incredibly curious where you were going with yours. So my number one contains my favorite line of any movie of any time. Ooh, the movie right. is Quigley Down Under. I've never seen it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it contains the best line ever. And I'm going to spoil it for you because I can't help but talk about this movie without talking about this line. Is at the end, he says, I said, I never had much use for one. Never said I didn't know how to use it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't want to. Do you mind if I spoil it? I, I love this. No, it's no, go a, for it. Because it's I, such it's, an amazing. It is on my list. Like, I mean, I, okay. I've never seen it, but I do know. Like, I know it's Tom Selleck. I know it's mm-hmm. Alan Rickman. So I, I know of it. Okay. I've so, just never seen it yet. The, the, through the whole movie, he's this long rifle sharpshooter using a rifle and and he he at the be near the beginning of the movie alan rickman kind of says that he's a pistol guy and oh you're not familiar with colonel colt's invention and, and tom Selleck says some things about it but then at the end when when he's facing down alan rickman and his guys in this final kind of showdown alan rickman sticks the 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 colt in his belt and says well you're going to get your first lesson today and as soon as alan rickman like reaches like Tom Selleck just pulls the gun, three shots, mows them all down in, in just short order. And then he, when Alan Rickman looks up at him as he's like putting that final coup de gras, he looks at him, he says that line. I said, I never had much use for one. I never said I didn't know how to use it. That's amazing. It's, it's such a wonderful, wonderful scene. And uh, he plays that. And, and Laura Sangiacomo is just delightful. Um, in it and uh and cute and everything you would expect from laura san giacomo uh, so uh, so yeah quickly down under is my number one western it is going to go on the ever-growing list of <laughs> movies mentioned in wilhelm that i need to watch um but i'm gonna put it at the top i'm gonna put it towards the top because i am a a big tom Selleck fan um and, you know, when you when you hear the title quickly down under, obviously, you think Australia. So, you mm-hmm. know, this is an Australian Western. Yeah. Which intrigues me even more. Yeah, it's it's good. I think you'll Rickman is he's he's such a good villain, you know, and he, he established that, of course, in Die Hard. But in this movie, his it's just really it's good. He's so rich and I just love it. Well, quickly down under like quickly down under was 1990. So this couldn't have been many years after Die Hard. No, Die Hard was 88. So, yeah, it was just a couple of years after. So after Rickman was still relatively new mm-hmm. to to film at that point, because I think Die Hard was his first movie. OK, yeah, so, Die Hard was his first was his first feature film, I think, in, yeah. definitely in the United States or, you know, big budget kind of thing. But hmm, I'm, I'm going to check it out. I'm it's check so it good. Out. Very, very good. Which leads me to my number one. Um, this is the one that was. Automatically number one when I uh, when when I thought about it, uh, and 
it is god it's another movie it's another one that i will watch any opportunity i get to watch this movie which usually leads me to watching it two or three times a year okay uh it's a western from i'm gonna give you clues it's it's okay. a western from 1994 okay uh that has alfred Molina, uh graham green jody foster james garner oh and oh. mel gibson yeah i know yeah i know what you're talking about now okay maverick okay. yeah this is maverick to me is such a fun movie i i like i don't know what it is about the movie that i love i just love it it, it is. I mean, I haven't watched it. It's been years. I can't remember, in fact, the last time I watched it. So it's probably been at least 10 years or more. Um, but yeah, it's it's a fun movie, I, I recall. Just And Mel Gibson is just at the height of having that that fun yeah. in, in oh, this movie. And he's I think he's pretty at the height of his career mm -hmm. when when he did this. Or maybe not the height of his career, but I mean, this was also uh, in between Lethal Weapon movies because Ma mm -hmm. uh, Maverick was directed by Richard Donner, who also mm -hmm. did the Lethal Weapon movies. And there's such a fun scene in Maverick where Maverick is in the bank and the bank ends up getting robbed. And one of the robbers is actually Danny Glover. Oh, yeah, and, I do remember that. Yeah. And they look at each other like they like they know each other from somewhere. And if you listen closely, the Lethal Weapon music plays in the background. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> which is such like a little tie in yeah. to them working together in Lethal Weapon. But I mean, um, it's kind of like it's such a fun Western because like it's got the action. It's got the action of a Western. It's got the storytelling of a Western. It's very comedic, which, mm -hmm. you know, which is fine. Um but there's so many elements of this movie that kind of flip Westerns on its head. Uh, one, uh, one thought in particular, one moment in particular is when they meet up with um, the group of Indians led by Graham Greene playing chief Joseph. And like you, you always know cowboys and Indians to be enemies of each other, but these guys are friends. Yeah. And he's speaking to him in Indian saying like, make something up and tell them that you want, <laughs> <laughs> to go with them and just make Indian noises and like tell them you're going to chop off my hands and like it, it's like it's such a fun dynamic that totally flips certain elements of westerns on its head and I, I love it it's just it's so much fun very, it's very such cool. a fun movie that I couldn't it, when we were talking westerns that was the first one to pop into my head and yeah. I'll be honest with you I'm probably going to end up watching just talking about it probably going to end up watching it when we're done recording i i i've got to put it on the list to, to rewatch uh, pretty soon so yeah <laughs> it's, yeah i mean and it's also based off the television series with james garner who, which is which is so fun yeah. yeah and and then they end up aren't they they father and son their father and son yeah, in, the, yeah, in, the, okay. in the in the movie yep yeah yeah, yeah. very cool quite, just a blast i love it uh so great top five from from both of us i love the fact that most a lot of your top five were in my honorable mentions mm-hmm uh, and you also gave me a new one to add, which was quickly down under. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. But we have some honorable mentions. I do. There's a few that we that weren't weren't mentioned in your top five that I have in my honorable mentions. So, and I have a couple in mine as well. Okay. Um, so we can go through these relatively quickly. We don't have to dive into too much detail. But what's one of the movies on your honorable mentions? Uh, Dances with Wolves. It's a good choice. It's not in mine, but it's a good choice. It it's it's for me very quickly. It it solidified Costner for me as a, a great actor like I, 
prior to that, he had he was kind of cookie cutter. He was kind of like Tom Cruise. You could put him in any any movie, and it's going to be a great movie. But mm-hmm. with Dances with Wolves, I can't see anybody else uh, playing that that role other than him. Kind of like The Last Samurai for Tom Cruise. That that movie, The Last Samurai, did that for Tom Cruise for me. I can't see anybody else playing that character. Was I'm trying to remember? Was Dances with Wolves before or after Robin Hood? Now that I'd have to look up. Dances with Wolves was 1990. Um, if I take a look at Kevin Costner, which I'm doing now, um, going back to 1990, Bull Durham was 88, Field of mm-hmm. Dreams was 89, uh, Dances with Wolves was 90, Robin Hood was 91. Okay. So they were pretty much back. To, man, just looking at that, you had Untouchables in 87, Bull Durham in 88, Field of Dreams mm-hmm. in 89, um, Dances with Wolves in 90, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, 91, JFK, 91, Bodyguard, 92. Wyatt Earp, which is on my honorable mentions, 1994. Like, man, that man's had a career. Yeah, he has. He has. That was his heyday. Yep. Um, but since I mentioned it, one of my honorable mentions was Wyatt Earp. Another good one. I haven't um, watched that one in a while. And Wyatt Earp was one of those ones that I, I remember. Not only do I remember it being a great movie, um, you know, with Costner and Dennis Quaid, Gene Hackman, another great Western with Gene Hackman. Um, one of the other distinctable things I remember about this movie was the fact that when it was released on VHS, it was one of those two VHS rentals. Yes, I remember it being super long. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was two, v- it's over three hours long. Wow, it's yeah. like three hours and 15 minutes, if I remember, like three hours Ooh. and 10, three hours and 15 minutes. So it had to be two VHS tapes when you rented it. Yeah, yeah, that's um, crazy, but yeah. Uh, what's another honorable mention? Uh, one that we haven't mentioned here was uh, The Quick and the Dead. That's on my honorable mentions An- as well. Another another great cast: Sharon Stone, Leo, and just, yeah, everybody. Yeah, that's that's in my honorable mentions as well. Uh, let's see, True Grit. I already mentioned, so I'm going to double up on this one, and I'm going to mm-hmm. go Young Guns and Young Guns too. That was next on my honorable mentions list as well. Man. A young cast in, you know, Emilio Estevez and Charlie mm-hmm. Sheen, who were brothers. So, you know, you had brothers teaming up. Um, Lou Diamond Phillips, oh. Christian Slater, like Kiefer Sutherland. It, mm-hmm. God, such William a, Peterson in that second one. William yeah. Peterson, yeah, playing. Um, oh, oh, man. Um, what the hell I know is the name? name? The name's escaping me right now. Yeah. Pat Garrett. Pat Garrett. Pat Garrett yes. Yeah. Uh, um, I forget who he replaced in the first movie. Um, it what well, he wasn't anybody. I don't think he was. He was somebody back then, but I don't think he's anybody who, like, he's only in like one scene with like one line. Yeah, yeah. He's so, it's a very quick role, and I think it's yeah. at the end of the movie. Uh, no, it's it's at the beginning when they're at the the party when they're having the New Year's Eve party. That's right, and he's That's gonna right. go dance. So yeah, uh, uh, yep. Uh, what is another honorable mention? Uh, Three Ten to Yuma. Both versions. Good movie. There's a there's a, the original version and then the one with Russell Crowe is is really good. I've only seen the Russell Crowe version. I've never seen the original. Mm. Uh, I might have to go back and check that out. Uh, I went with uh, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Very good. Brad Pitt, right? Yeah, Brad Pitt. Excellent movie. Uh, I did not know what to expect, but I was highly entertained. I was very pleased by how it was. I've never seen that. So I may have to bump that up on my, my list as well of movies to watch. Yeah. 2007. It's a, it's a good flick. Uh, what's another one from your list? Uh, the next one I have is the wild bunch from 1969. 
You may have never even heard of it. It was directed by Sam. Oh, I've Peckinpah. heard of it. Okay, it was directed yeah. by Sam Peckinpah. It had Ernest Borgnine, William Holden, uh, a great cast. Just a, you know, aging old kind of uh, bank robbers, uh, and just what happens to them. It's a long. It's kind of a long movie, but it's it's good. The Wild Bunch. Cool. Um, I went with uh, for one of mine. I went with a Tarantino film. I went with The Hateful Eight. Ah, okay. Um, with uh, Kurt Russell. Yeah, and um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Kurt Russell and Samuel L. Jackson, yes. It's one of the two Westerns that Tarantino did. Uh, it is the, out of the two Westerns that Tarantino did, it's the one I actually enjoyed. Really? Okay. I, I remember going to see that in the theater and it had an intermission. Like mm-hmm. I hadn't been to a movie that had an intermission in... in well, wait, for- are you thinking of Hateful Later? Are you thinking of... Um, um, Oh God! What was it called? It was it was Death Proof and because no, I because no, I saw Hateful Eight. I don't remember Hateful Eight having an intermission. It it if I remember, I could be I could be misremembering. I never I never saw Death Proof and uh, Planet Terror in the theater, so I never saw Grindhouse in the theater. Grindhouse. That was it. Yeah, yeah. I never I never saw Grindhouse in the theater, but I remember seeing Hateful Eight, and I'm I'm pretty sure it had an intermission because there was a there was a big deal about the fact that didn't he he filmed it actually on film. They didn't do it. It wasn't digital. It wasn't. They actually used actual film stock to film it on. There was some some thing about that. Um, there is an intermission in the Roadshow version of the Hateful Eight. Okay. So yeah, you remember correctly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the last one I have, or 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 trilogy I have on my uh, honorable mentions is the Man with No Name trilogy from Clint Eastwood, which is Fistful of Dollars. For a few for a few dollars more, and the good, the bad, and the ugly. They're such great movies. Oh, so good. Don't worry about the continuity. Don't try to deal with continuity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're such they're they're amazing, amazing movies. Mm-hmm. They're so good. Yeah. Um, I have two left on my yeah. list, and I'll knock them out real quick. Uh, the first one is it's kind of iffy as to whether or not you count this one as a Western. I count it as a gangster slash Western mm-hmm. um, in the fact that it is a mob war, but it takes place mm-hmm. in an old West town. And that yeah. is last man standing. That's great. Cause that is, that's fistful of dollars. It's the same movie. Is it, two, is it, is it the two, same movie? It's, it, well, wait, which one was the one that was in back to future two? Um, that's fistful of dollars. Okay. It's for a few, it's for a few dollars more. Is last man standing? Oh, okay. Is, I two, don't remember that being two so battling two battling houses, and he's going in between yes. the two in in for a few dollars more. Uh, it's a little bit different, uh, but uh, but yeah, it's the same movie. I remember. <laughs> it's a funny story for military. We went we went to see for a few dollars. We went to see last man standing uh, because I had seen it actually before I got to Korea. And it was so good. And, I, and so when it hit the base theater, I told my buddies, I was like, we got to go see this movie, Last Man Standing. It's so amazing. <laughs> and uh, we went to see it on Saturday. We've been drinking like all day. And uh, so we got we got there and they were like, it's only like a dollar. I was like, I'll pay to, for you guys to see this movie. <laughs> and so we walk in, we get in there, we get our seats. And the, the middle guy just passes out the very beginning of the movie. And he's out. The whole movie. When the movie ends, he gets up. He's like, "What did I miss?" I go, "Did you see a four or few dollars more?" Same movie. That's so, the same movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, last minute. I love it. That's a good. That's a good movie. Yeah, but I mean, like you know, Bruce Willis, uh, Christopher Walken, Bruce Dern, like another mm-hmm. great cast. And I didn't put together that it was so similar to the to um mm-hmm. to that one, but I'm gonna have to check it out. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the last one I have is I, I saved for last because it's very different than any other Western we have talked about in the sense that it is a Western horror film. Okay. Um, and I went with Bone Tomahawk. Oh, so good. Kurt Russell. With Kurt right? Russell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kurt Russell, Richard Jenkins, Patrick Wilson, Matthew Fox, mm-hmm. um, David Arquette, Sid Haig. Oh, I mean, come on. It's a Western yeah, with yeah. Sid Haig. Like it's. Yeah. But it is a Western horror because oh, they are disturbing. Yeah. And but I, so good. I think I've only watched it once because that's all I could handle. Like it was. I, but it was. You're right. It was really, really good. Yeah. It's really, really well done. Um, I mean, especially when you think about the fact that like, OK, like a Western horror, like how's that going to be? And then you watch Bone Tomahawk and you're like, yep, that's mm-hmm. how it, that's how it could be. Yeah. Oh, I did think of just one other one. Sure. That is, it, it's not really, it's not a Western, but it, it is a Western because it's in space though. And that's a very old movie called Battle Beyond the Stars. I've never heard of it. It's Battle Beyond the Stars. It's got uh, John Boy. I can't think of his name uh, from the Waltons is in it. Robert hmm. Vaughn is in it. And it's basically Seven Samurai, the Minister Seven in space. Oh, where they 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 get this and, and what's it called again? It's called Battle Beyond the Stars. Battle Beyond the Stars. That is going on the Wilhelm list. It's it's a cheesy seventies movie. So just realize that that's that's know that going in. I got it. But yeah, no. If you know that going in, and I, if I remember correctly, it's been a while since I watched it. But that it's basically the same thing. Seven Samurai. That, that same kind of plot of you bringing together a team to go liberate a town or liberate something. That's awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah. So great honorable mentions, top five, uh, both. Like I said, I have new movies added to the Wilhelm list, which happens every episode. Like, I don't even know if I'm ever going to get to all these movies. (laughs) It's it's ridiculous. Um, But, you know, as I mentioned at the top, you're the co-host of Panels to Pixels. Uh, Before we wrap up, Tell everybody what's been going on with Panels to Pixels, what's coming up, and where people can can hear it. So we've kind of been on a, a little bit of a hiatus since What If ended, and Mark has kind of been in a transition period of, of where he's living. So uh, like we're kind of on a hiatus, but we will be coming back with Hawkeye uh, at the end of this, this month. So you can check us out on all your podcast players of choice, Panels to Pixels podcast, and it's on YouTube as well as Panels to Pixels podcast. Nice. Yeah, it's a fun podcast. I've been on it a number of times with you guys as well. And, you know, talking some of the shows that you guys talk. And I know I came on with you at one point. You had me and our friend Pate come on and we mm-hmm. we just geeked out about Scott Pilgrim for a while. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's a great podcast. It's part of the Next Level Podcast Network, which is, you know, part of where Wilhelm is as well. You and Mark do a great job with that show. And thank you. You guys have been part of the network for a number of years now. So I'm I'm glad you guys stuck around. Yeah. I mean, Mark started his own damn network, um, but he's, you know, he's been loyal with panels and he's kept it with next level. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I appreciate that. And you guys do great. So I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say about Hawkeye. And I'm really looking forward to Hawkeye. Yeah, I'm I'm every time I see another trailer for it, I'm just getting more excited yep. uh, about it. So and, and I don't I, hey, I don't, Seinfeld again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. And I don't know if. um on the topic of what you guys talk about. I don't know if you saw the leaks that came out today mm, on Spider-Man for uh, no way home. I, uh, I will not mention them now, 
because I don't want listeners to, if they don't want to know, I don't want them Mm -hmm. to know. Um, as to whether or not I tell you when we're done is whether or not you want to know. So we'll talk. I want to. Yeah, I want to know. So, <laughs> OK, we'll yeah, talk about we'll talk done. about that when yeah. we're done recording. Take a few minutes after. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, panels to pixels anywhere. I highly recommend it anywhere podcasts are found. You can you can find it uh, as for Wilhelm. Uh, if you like what you hear on the podcast, be sure to leave me a review of the show on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're listening on. If they allow you to leave reviews. The, the more reviews I get, the more people I'm able to reach and the more I'm able to do. So they're always highly, um, highly encouraged. Uh, also, be sure to follow Wilhelm on social media, uh, facebook.com slash the Wilhelm podcast and uh, at the Wilhelm pod on Instagram. I'm not going to mention Twitter anymore because I don't use it. <laughs> um, I just finally started using Instagram for, for yeah. crying out loud. So um, Facebook, the Will, Facebook.com slash the Wilhelm podcast and at the Wilhelm podcast at, on Instagram. Uh, finally, if you want to be a guest or you have an idea for a topic or anything you want to hear me talk about, film franchise, whatever, uh, you can contact me directly uh, at email uh, by emailing me at the Wilhelm podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Steve, thank you so much for coming back. Oh, thank you. I'm sure it won't be the last time. I'm sure. Pencil me in for the Clint Eastwood episode for sure. That will, will do. I think you were already on my in my on my radar to do that episode anyway. So because I know because I know you're a big fan. So uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you to all the listeners out there. Um, I'm in absolute shock. I don't know why. Um, I don't ordinarily check reviews, even though I I mean, I check written reviews, but I don't check like starred reviews or things like mm-hmm. that. Um, uh, Wilhelm's at a five star review on Apple. So I'm. Nice incredibly happy about that uh so thank you for all that thank you for the positive feedback thank you for everything um look forward we have uh jason my friend jason kabasi who did the very first episode of wilhelm is going to be returning next week we're going to be talking our top five favorite steve martin films which is going to be another tough topic Hmm. Uh, coming up in early December, we have the Matrix episode because the new Matrix is coming out at the end of the month. Uh, I'm going to be on Watched It in the 80s in the next couple weeks to talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, I that know. last trailer. Right? Woo. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, so Damien joined me on here to talk about the Ghostbusters franchise, so it's only fair. I'm going to return over there mm-hmm. and we're going to do the review of Ghostbusters Afterlife, Afterlife on Watched It in the 80s. Uh, and then also at the end of December, you can expect some uh, holiday themed Christmas episodes as well. Going into January, kicking off 2022 with James Bond month. I'm I'm intrigued. I, I have not watched all the James Bond movies, so I uh, I may have to petition to jump in on one of those. Maybe. I'm still Let's looking see. for hosts for that one. So if you want to get in, it's I'm a big George Lizenby fan. So there's only one George Lizenby <laughs> fun movie though. Um, I don't even know if I'm covering it, to be honest with you. You have to, you have to, because it's, it's in the continuity. You, you have to set up that. You yeah. I'll, I'll squeeze it into one of the episodes. Well, uh, cause the format of bond month is going to be every episode is going to be a different James Bond actor. Okay. So I'm, um, I'm going to have to fit him in somewhere yeah, just squeeze him in with like brosnan or one of the short-term guys well it'll be wherever he on because well actually he might have to fit in the connery he was i was gonna say he was in between connery and he was Moore, in between so. connery films yeah so, so he might have to fit into the connery episode okay. might have to just toss him in there 
Um, but yeah, January is going to be fun for for Bond Month. That's going to be that's going to be a blast. Uh, and that might go into February too, because there's a lot of Bond movies to go. I'll start doing my research now. I'll start so, watching. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk about Kitchell. Hey, if and any listeners out there, if you're interested in being a part of Bond Month, you want to be a a co-host in one of those episodes, you know how to reach me. Uh, I gave you all the info. Go back and check it out. Uh, but again, thank you everybody um, for being a part of the audience and all the great feedback. But until next time, we'll see you on the next episode of Wellhelm. Take care. Bye. Bye.